Hey everyone, Mr. Swerb from the Cardboard Jungle checking in with our latest pod today, providing some analysis of Game 1 of the New York Knicks-Cleveland Cavaliers series and some refreshed thoughts on that series. Moving forward here, a big opening win, big opening statement for a Knicks team that came into the series as nearly 2-1 to one underdogs to win it. They certainly played like it, came out of the gates with a chip on their shoulder, a lot of fire, a lot of aggression, led by Julius Randle. Coming off an ankle injury, uh, Knicks jumping out to a 9-2 lead early, then a 26-18 lead late in the first quarter off the heels of a beautiful Randall step-back three. Uh, for the Knicks, it was Julius Randall early, it was Jalen Brunson late, and it was Josh Hart all game. Josh Hart, really a huge game on a number of different levels. Ended up with 17-10, and 10, played good D, did everything for the Knicks throughout the course of the game. Brunson... Only nine minutes played in the first half. Struggled with some early foul trouble, but down the stretch, just indomitable. Uh, every time the Knicks needed a big bucket, uh, just putting him on their back, uh, really living up to his status as a superstar. That's what he has become. The New York bench just taking it to the Cavs bench all game, outscoring them 37-14 to on the game. For the Cavs, a frustrating playoff opener, to be sure. Their first playoff game since 2018. The first non-LeBron James playoff game since 1998. Uh, you could tell that they were pressing a little bit early. And it was, you know, really for the Cavs, about two things in this game. They got killed on the glass, 34-27, uh, 17-11 on the offensive boards, but really every time they needed a big rebound, it seemed like the Knicks were able to corral it. You know, some of it was bad luck. Some of it was bad bounces. Some of it was the Knicks just being bigger and more physical in the front court. The Cavaliers, two phenomenal young bigs in Jared Allen and Evan Mobley, but really nothing behind them. I, I know many Cavs fans calling on this team to try to get another veteran big for this playoff rush and uh you know was not there dean wade a few minutes off the bench tonight but not much and you know i think part of it too was uh, mobley and allen were just a little bit fatigued late um what they were asked to do not only or tried to do offensively in the game but defensively all game i think that had some impact as well um the Cavs just could not get a basket from anyone except Donovan Mitchell who ended up with 38 huge game you know Darius Garland ended up with 17 points but if you look at the box score only 13 shots taken one assist and five turnovers and zero rebounds so really disappointing effort from Garland we've seen him defer to a fault to Mitchell uh, he's very sensitive about that and uh, I think we saw some of that tonight. But, you know, to me, it's really on, on Coach Bickerstaff for the Cavs. They've got to get Darius Garland more involved in these basketball games in different ways. He's a very, very dynamic talent. And they're going to need him, quite frankly. And they just could not get him or anyone else going tonight. Evan Mobley, also just a, a frustrating evening. I thought he did a very good job on Randall, you know, after that three I mentioned late in the first quarter, really the rest of the game on, did a did a great job locking down Randall Mobley, possibly, probably the NBA defensive player of the year, but offensively uh, on Sunday, on Saturday, four of 13 from the field, uh, again, just missed a lot of very, very makeable shots. And 
the Cavs were really playing, you know, four on five offensively the whole game. They they started Isaac Okoro. They want him to be that fifth guy uh, because of his defensive prowess, because of his uh, increased ability to knock down threes. In this game, it just wasn't there. I thought he did a very good job on Brunson early that, that led to you know some of the fouls, the frustration that we saw from Brunson early in the game. But Okoro, 0 for 4, from missed his first, his only four threes he took, was 1 for 6 from the floor. Really didn't see him get a lot of run, uh, you know, from middle of the third quarter on. Cavs trying a bunch of different things. Karis LeVert was horrible tonight, or on Saturday, I'm sorry. 1 for 7 from the field. I just one assist, one rebound, and LeVert just looks lost right now. And, you know, it's funny. The Cavs were very much in the rumors and the talks at the trade deadline, you know, about acquiring a wing. Uh, and, and one of the names that they were in on was Josh Hart, who killed them tonight and would have been and would be huge for this team right now. Bogdanovich, some others that were available, Cavs electing to do nothing. Um, you know, and I think that probably rooted in maybe their belief that they feel like they're a year away. Winner of this series, most likely gonna have to go through Milwaukee. We'll we'll see what happens there with, with them down one nothing and Giannis hurt. But uh Cavs were very passive at the trade deadline and um you saw in this game the two pieces that they need most veteran, tough, big off the bench and a wing uh, you know, really hurt them here. On the bright side for the Cavs, if you look at this game, uh, you held the Knicks to 101 points. You should have won this game anyway, even with all the things that we talked about. Um, and you couldn't make a shot. You got killed on the boards. You learned a lot tonight uh, in this series. So uh, hopefully they can bounce back. Donovan Mitchell with some comments after the game, kind of along those lines, like, hey, we learned a lot. It's one game. We're not going away. Uh, we'll be ready to finish this series out. So we'll see what happens from here on out, and we will check in soon with our latest pod. Thank you for joining in. Please give us a positive review uh, if you can, and uh, we'll check back in soon.